Well, Brad, Christmas came early for Syracuse football. Carlos Del Rio Wilson is here. A real quarterback, some might say. A four-star prospect of the 2021 class of redshirt last season at Florida is in Syracuse. What a time to be alive. Unbelievable. I feel like Syracuse just needed this. It came as an unexpected a surprise, really, and that's the best type of news. So we have a lot to talk about. Yeah, we're going to break down what this means uh, for the program, what this means for the depth chart, what this means for Syracuse football as a whole. It's all unlocked on Syracuse, and it's right now. You are locked on Syracuse, your daily podcast on the Syracuse Orange, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Matt Bonaparte and Brad Klein with you on the Lockdown Syracuse podcast. Thank you for making Lockdown Syracuse your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast. Brad, of course, the big news of the day and of yesterday is Carlos Del Rio Wilson at 6'3", 215. This quarterback is on his way to Syracuse. And I don't know if you saw the tweet that he sent to announce this move, but the man looked like Andre the Giant in it. <laughs> Just ripped. Uh, I'm excited yeah. about this. And nothing an inside view ever did to hurt anyone, I will say that. But you should be excited about it because it's a very exciting thing. Honestly, I don't know when the last time Syracuse football fans got news this unexpected and this good for the program because it's exactly what they needed. Let's get real. Garrett Trader was fine last year, but where is he on your ACC quarterback tier list? Towards the bottom. And this guy, we don't know exactly what he's going to be, but here's what we do know. He's a transfer from the SEC like Garrett Trader, but he plays quarterback unlike Garrett Trader when he was in the SEC. Yeah. Uh, so, the, I mean, it is just insane. Uh, I was taken aback. I was shook when this news came in, uh, and I couldn't be more pleased about it. I mean, this is a guy, and if you go on to his 24-7, you can kind of get a little bit more information about him. The, the big things that are positives for him are his arm strength, his size. He's a little bit of a dual threat. Uh, the drawbacks a little bit might be his accuracy. Uh, he, he leaves guys short a little bit here, there, whatever. Yeah, he, he's a freshman college quarterback. That kind of thing is going to happen. Uh, but here's the thing. We ripped Dino Babers to shreds yesterday. Uh, about his inability to recruit. We were talking about how he couldn't get this guy, couldn't get that guy, blah, blah, blah. And one four-star edge in Fatim Diggs is not going to save him. Getting a four-star transfer quarterback out of the SEC might. I mean, that is a crazy get. Uh, and it's clearly Dino Babers saying, okay, I understand that my job's in peril. Uh, let's try to get something going here. And I love the move from this team to do that. Creating a quarterback competition in camp is only going to help. Uh, Dino Babers and the rest of the coaching staff with a hugely great move here. Yeah, and we're going to talk about what it means for the program. And I'll allude to my point is that it couldn't have come at a better time because – 
Justin Lampson goes down with injury shortly after spring, and now you're wondering uh, where is this quarterback competition going to come from? You want one. You want a fire under the rear end of Garrett Schrader, but will you have one when your backup quarterback in Justin Lampson is out? And now they definitely have one, and Garrett Schrader might not even be the front runner, so that's great. But in terms of who this kid actually is, so you got to learn, first of all, we all have to learn how to remember all of his names. So Carlos Del Rio Wilson. I'm glad I'm not broadcasting Syracuse football right now. <laughs> the mouthful, right? Del Rio Wilson. That's that's a me problem. That's a them problem for whoever calling the games. But Carlos Del Rio Wilson. You mentioned his accuracy problems and his inex, inex, his inexperience. Excuse me. I'm struggling to find something that this kid is bad at that Garrett Schrader is good at. Now, there might be some things that Schrader is a little bit better at, say, running. It's just running into it's mobility. contact. It's absolutely mobility. mobility. Sure, but but Carlos Del Rio Wilson can run, and he's a run-first, dual-threat quarterback who struggles with accuracy. But, again, so is Garrett Schrader. So you take your lumps wherever they come. I think he's the better option. Yeah, and it also, this is a bit of an interesting move to me because Syracuse, of course, canned Sterling Gilbert, who was brought on to the offensive coordinating staff, as the offensive coordinator, uh, in order to work with Tommy DeVito, who had the booming arm that was supposed to uh, save the Syracuse's offense. He was Dino's, pretty much he was Dino's most prized recruit at four, another four-star. Um and he fell flat. And then once Sterling Gilbert no longer had an arm to work with, now it went from Tommy DeVito's huge arm to Garrett Trader's lack thereof, uh, his offense didn't work. So now you go back to a guy who's got an arm. So it's going to be really interesting to see what the offensive coordinator does with this guy. And, of course, we'll get into whether or not Brad and I think he's going to play week one. But you've now got in, – in a multitude of options. Uh, and I hate to say it, but it would be really nice to have Taj Harris right now too. Uh, just because that wide receiver room, like we've said many times is a little bit uh, thin, but you know, I think that having a guy like this is kind of unprecedented in the Dino Babers era. You had Eric Dungy who wasn't Babers guy. You had Tommy DeVito who was bad. Uh, hopefully a success with the Illini, but the guy was not good. Now Garrett Schrader has just been anything but a passing quarterback. So, I mean, this is just out of left field, uh, but I'm all here for it. I mean, this is incredible. Right. And again, we're going to talk about how he sizes up to Garrett Schrader just in terms of who he is as a quarterback, right? A dual-threat guy. And I wonder, okay, the number one job description for any serious Syracuse quarterback, right, is right now at least, how does he gel with the run game? How does he gel with Sean Tucker, right? So making it up, let's say he's not happy handing off the football twice every time the chains move. Just making it up, that's going to be a problem, right? So you need to ensure that he's transferring from the SEC knowing that he is not the star of the show. He is leaving a program he didn't play at knowing that he's still not going to be the guy scoring the touchdowns. It's going to be him celebrating with his hands up as Sean Tucker crosses the plane. And the only question on my mind right now is, 
can Del Rio Wilson complement Sean Tucker as well as Garrett Schrader? Because we both agree that Schrader is a subpar ACC quarterback. I don't really think there's any arguing that. But one thing he did extremely well was complement him with the RPO. And the RPO was probably the most lethal RPO in the ACC when you factor in Tucker, when you factor in Schrader, because they were both extremely viable runners. Now, I think that this kid's going to be a viable runner as well, and that's not going to really take a step back, that aspect of the offense. But that, I think, is the biggest question that needs to be answered as soon as he steps on the field. Yes, um, I think you're absolutely right about that. If Syracuse were to go in any direction that is at any uh, point away from Sean Tucker, that's a mistake. So I think you're right in saying that the offense is still going to be curated towards Tucker getting the ball and running down the field as fast as as long as he can. Um, But here's the other thing is I don't think Del Rio Wilson makes this decision if Babers and the rest didn't promise him that he's going to have a huge opportunity to do a lot here. Uh, This is a guy that sat uh, as a red shirt in the SEC last year. He had high hopes on his way to college that he was going to be a superstar, likely. You know, you don't go to a program like Florida as one of the better quarterbacks uh, in your recruiting class not thinking you're going to be a star. And then to end up at Syracuse, you'd probably think your opportunity and your ability to to be throwing the ball is even higher and for you to be the star of the show is even higher, right? Uh, That only makes sense. Does Sean Tucker hurt that? Of course he does because he's objectively the best player in the field, and we don't even know if this guy's going to start. But you've got to think that he's, he thinks he's coming in with a lot of opportunity. And he does. That's that's the thing is that this is Syracuse football. This is not, say, Florida, right? So this is an opportunity for you to – recognize that Syracuse is still a program that's budding. Syracuse is still a program that's learning. And Syracuse is a program that is willing to say, hey, here are the keys to our car. Drive it, and hopefully you succeed. And if you do, good for us. If you don't, then in a way, good for us too. It's a win-win because it's going to show recruits. It's going to show transfers, hey, we are a place where you can grow, and hopefully we grow as you do as well. All right, Brad, let me tell you a little bit uh, about Rock Auto. This episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. With ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning, like, is your Odyssey an LX or an EX? I don't even know what that means. And wait while the person behind the counter orders parts on their computer. You probably do that yourself. And they're going to be choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Save time and money when you're using Rock Auto, Brad. Why choose to spend 30%, 50%, and even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership? I mean, come on, Brad. I know that you could be doing better than this. Rock Auto prices are reliably low for every customer. This is a family business serving serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in there. How did you hear about us, Box? So they know that we sent you. They've got amazing selection and reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com. 
And we thank you for making Locked On Syracuse your first listen every day. For your next listen, check out Locked On Sports Today podcast, the biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day, available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Bones, we talked a little bit about what this new addition to Syracuse football means for the X's nose, Carlos Del Rio Wilson, former four-star, transferring from Florida, going to Syracuse, and the Orange already had some moderate success with an a, a, rather a Florida transfer in Chris Bleich, and he's been pretty good. So now they reunite, not really because they didn't overlap, but never still that same regime. Never played together, but hey, they were recruited to the same program, so there's that. And Garrett Schrader, another guy coming from the SEC to Syracuse. So all of a sudden, Dino Babers building a, a pipeline of sorts. Not really, <laughs> but, but I think it's worth mentioning. We have this this uh, reoccurring series here on Locked On Syracuse depth chart analysis. Where do we think the two deep is going to look like, or what do we think it's going to look like come uh, opening day, come the first day of the season? And we already tackled the quarterbacks, but it's a different ball game now. So I ask you, Bones, what's that depth chart going to look like? Garrett Schrader or Carlos Del Rio Wilson? Well, of course, it's going to be really tough to tell at this point. Uh, but I tell you what, what's going to be really telling is whether Dino Babers decides to bring one, maybe two quarterbacks to ACC to the ACC media kickoff. Yep. Last year, Syracuse was the only team that did not bring a quarterback. Uh, oh, but they brought really Aaron Service. So that's yeah, Aaron good. Service, Josh Black, <laughs> and I believe was it Taj Harris as well. It was, it was Taj Harris in trip for Syracuse. So not yeah, a good choice group. on Taj Harris too. Um, the guy who flipped <laughs> off a camera on national television and transferred from your team midseason. Good choice. <laughs> that's brutal. Um, so I don't know. I think there were a couple teams who had quarterback competitions. Maybe it was FSU uh, who had Jordan Travis and Mackenzie Milton. They brought yeah. them both. Uh, so maybe Syracuse brings Garrett Schrader and Carlos, uh, which would be very interesting. Or maybe he just brings one and we kind of get our answer right there. Maybe we I will really say if you're if you're going to read deep into the ACC. Oh, and I will. You know, I will. Thing, I know you will. So my, I feel like if Dino Babers were here, all right, for anyone that's watching this podcast on YouTube, we have two boxes right now on the screen. If we had a third box and Dino is between us, he would tell you, Bones, hey, last year was different. We had super seniors, so I wanted to yeah. send the super seniors. Sure. Now, that argument kind of falls apart with Taj Harris, but the super seniors do factor in. You can only bring a finite amount of You bring players. the leaders of your team, though, and that's yeah. usually your quarterback. Yeah. So – if he doesn't bring a quarterback this year, I think it's going to be really weird. Also, I wonder if he brings Sean Tucker. I know we're getting a little bit off topic here. I wonder if he brings Sean Tucker because Sean Tucker does not like talking to the media. No, he um, doesn't, so I kind of he doubt doesn't it. like talking to the media. And the media is getting a little tired of talking to him, too. I mean, they have to because he's <laughs> he's the headline and he's the best player on the field any given Saturday. But uh, not the be most amicable, not the most bubbly guy. That's okay. I mean, we can't all be the most bubbly guy like Bones. <laughs> Um, well, thank you, Brad. Uh, but anyway, I I want to see him start. I really do. I think that you and I, you know I haven't seen him play, so you can't really give him that much credit. 
but enough people that are credible say the guy has an arm. I would love to watch Syracuse's offense with Sean Tucker and the ability to, to establish the run like they can right now also have the ability to have a great pass game. And you're not going to have a fantastic pass game, but have one that is better than it was last year, which is such a low bar. I mean, Garrett Schrader was throwing the most wounded of ducks out to Damian Alford and Courtney Jackson on slant routes, and there was really nothing past that other than the occasional deep ball that just looked painful. I really want to see this team with a guy who can sling it. And I think that Carlos is that dude. I'm also, I don't know if you've noticed this, but I'm going to abbreviate to Carlos because I don't want to screw up. That's all right. Um, (laughs) I want to see it happen. And I know that I think a lot of other people are going to feel the same way, but I just think if that you can, and I, I love this move, by the way, because I think that the ceiling here is that you have an offense that has a really good young quarterback that has the ability to move the ball down the field with medium to deep passes, and then you also have a great running game. That's kind of what they wanted to have happen last year with Tommy DeVito at the start of the year, and they realized a couple weeks in that it just wouldn't be. Uh, Now you have that option again with a younger guy, so I want to see him start. I get it. I think he will start some games this year. I'd be shocked if he started day one. Honestly, I'd be shocked. If he started in any of the first four games, I really do believe that. Now, that being said, this is a pretty similar – it's not the same conversation, but a pretty similar conversation to the one we were having this time last year about Garrett Schrader versus Tommy DeVito in that, okay, we don't really know what Garrett Schrader is. On the off chance that he's better than DeVito, low bar, he should probably start, right? But but then again, he hasn't really been in the program, and at the time he's playing wide receiver, so – It'll be DeVito, and that's kind of what it was. DeVito to start, and then eventually he played himself out of a position or Schrader played himself into a position, however you want to define it. I don't know if it really matters. I don't know if there's a real difference, but I think that's going to end up happening here where Garrett Schrader is going to begin. And the only difference is Schrader fits the offense a lot better than And he's been in it for a year, which you also have to give him. But I'm not even concerned about that. What I'm saying is even let's let's say let's say Carlos Del Rio Wilson is better than Garrett Schrader was this time last year. Okay. I think he is, just based on what I'm reading and hearing and seeing uh from his high school tape, even. He looks like he's a stud. Okay, so I think he's better. Garrett Schrader was playing out of the position, mind you. So on the off chance that he's better than Schrader was last year this time, I still think that the bar is higher because like of what I said earlier, the run-pass option that Syracuse had with Tucker and Schrader, perfect. Honestly, flawless. So Schrader halts, but he does fit that system really well. So Tommy DeVito played himself out of a position that's going to be hard to do if you're Garrett Schrader, considering how perfectly you fit into the system. And it won't happen, but my mind is racing now on all these possibilities. It won't happen. But imagine if, like, three weeks in, Carlos wins the job and they move Schrader to wide out again. That well, would be crazy. They could, it won't they could use the help. That they could use the help at wide receiver, right? That would, it, that would, I mean, it kind of works, but, like, there's no chance it would happen. But just imagine let's, let's that. not forget, it wasn't a very good wide receiver. No, he so. was not. He was, but, but imagine that. 
That'd be bonkers. That'd be insane. No, I, I, I do think that eventually Carlos Del Rio Wilson will start. I'm just saying his full name because you're not. Um, <laughs> I think I think eventually he will start. I don't know how it's going to come. I don't know when it's going to come, but I do think it's going to come in the second half of the year. He's a young guy. He has his time, right? Last year didn't even count as a year of eligibility. So he is fresh. Um, you I say do think that, but if be realistic about it, if he's going to start, I always hold this pen. Um, just keep peeking into the frame. He, if he's going to start second half of the year, like you're saying, yeah. you have to have had a really rocky season because Babers is not going to abandon his quarterback. Like he's going to decide who he wants to start the rest of the year at like week four, and then that guy's yeah. going to start. No, so, I, I agree with you. I, what I'm saying is this. I don't know how many games he's going to start, but I don't think it's going to happen in the first half. And I'm not saying he's going to start the entire second half. I just think latter portion of the season, he's far more likely to start. But if you want, if you want, let's look at what Garrett Schrader is going to be up against. Assuming it's going to be him to start the year, he's going to lose the opener against Louisville. Let's get real. Uh, he's going to beat UConn. On the road, congratulations! But I bet you they give Carlos a shot in that game if it's if they're up big. Okay, same with That's the right. Wagner game. But then, but then who's going to start Purdue, right? Uh, but so the okay, but the, so the UConn. Now, okay, but here's the, the thing. Here's the it's thing. A great thing to look at. Uh, it's okay. So we're going to talk about this. There are two games on the schedule in the first half that are throwaways: UConn and Wagner. Now they're throwaways for the win-loss column. Syracuse is going to win. If they don't, we have bigger problems. But oh my god, okay. I'm sorry, Freak I just saw that. JMA Wireless Dome for the first time. And I, I know, well, I saw that yesterday when we were talking about Syracuse. <laughs> I, I was going to bring it up. But, okay, so, but there are different ways you can look at these games, these throwaway games. They're either chances for the new kid to shine or they are chances for both quarterbacks to shine, and it's a wash in the battle, right? Garrett Trader's going to play well against UConn, you would think? Yeah, yeah. And if um, Del Rio Wilson plays well against UConn or Wagner, half of the room will say, oh, my God, he is a legend. And the other half is going to say, let's see what he can do against actual competition. Okay, here's what I think. I think game one, Schrader's going to struggle against Louisville. Uh, he, we're going to all remember that he can't pass and that he can run sometimes, but he has a really hard time passing the football. Maybe, I don't know, I think he's going to struggle that game. And then the UConn game, they probably both get a shot, kind of like the Albany game. Schrader starts. Both of them played. Um, I think Schrader will start, and then if they have a lead or if he struggles, Carlos comes in. They're going to win that game. And then the Purdue game is the game that there is a decision to be made, and Babers kind of has to sit down with them in a, in a, in a room and be like, all right, guys, uh, Carlos, you're starting, or Garrett, you're starting. And then from then on, I think it might be that guy, and then maybe that, by the but time that, you you have to understand though that is a huge, huge game. You start thinking thinking about that being your yeah, last but, real test before non con. I mean, uh, before non conference is over, it's not a huge, huge game. game. I, think I don't I'm know. I don't know if Dino. I don't know if Dino would be willing to gamble on a guy who is has. If he believes in him, he totally will. Right, Dude, but think I don't, about how much he but I don't think Vito. he's going to have. I understand that. I, well, clearly not that much. But right? he got he had. But he got shoved off the cliff in that. 
I mean, Babers was holding on to DeVito with everything he but, had. But here's what I'm the saying. The and we're running out of time. Here's what stop. I'm saying, though. Here's what I'm saying. You're comparing Schrader to DeVito. That's unfair. Schrader is not nearly as disastrous no, no, I'm not as Tommy Schrader DeVito. DeVito. I'm comparing Carlos to DeVito. I'm comparing Carlos to DeVito. And I'm saying if he is in love with Carlos like he was with DeVito, he will put in the same amount of – force to try and he'll believe in him but that's a huge if that that's a of huge if and how is that but, if going to be alive he, in camp in workouts off well, a whistle he wanted him he's here isn't he of course Babers yeah. must have wanted him yes he wanted so him, i think got there's him that yeah but so he, he wanted garrett trader too and he wanted garrett trader over tommy devito the golden boy of the Dino Babers recruitment era, right? So I'm not saying that he was actually the golden boy on the field. I'm just saying it takes a lot for Dino to invest in Schrader instead of DeVito. He's already given up a lot to get Schrader on the field. So it's going to take even more to get him off the field. I do think eventually it will happen. I do think eventually it will happen, but I do think it's going to take more than a UConn whip that uh, to dethrone Garrett Trader from this offense, produce a tough game. It's an important game. It's at home. I don't think Dino Babers is willing to take that risk. I think you're looking at you need Garrett Trader. If you are Team Carlos here, you need Garrett Trader to let's assume the first four games belong to Trader as a starter. Because I think basically five, if you include Wagner, right? I think off the off the dome. That's a given, just based off of circumstance. You need him to lose the next few games after that. And honestly, very possible. This is what I'm talking about. NC State, at Clemson, Notre Dame, at Pittsburgh, Florida State. I see one win there. That's it. That's what I see. So if they win one game out of that five-game stretch, then why would Schrader start either of the last two games, Wake Forest, Boston College? That's where I see Carlos. Read this ad, and then I will respond. (laughs) All right, all right. You're talking about BetOnline? Our partners at BetOnline continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs, sports information, wagering. We all know I've got them. Find all of the latest odds, news, sports developments, including this year's basketball playoffs, Major League Baseball scores, fights, and even next season's NFL futures. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. Bet Online, where the game starts. Happy? <laughs> Go to Bet Online. Um, okay. Here's the thing, though. If you've got a guy in Carlos Del Rio Wilson, what a name, that is so obviously, and I'm not saying he is, I'm just saying if he is, if he comes in to to, to camp uh, or the first few games and he's obviously like very clearly better than Garrett Schrader, you gotta play him. I mean, sure, I, I know I'm not arguing that. Look, at the end of the day, the but best you're saying it's going to be play. harder to push Garrett out. I don't think it's going to be that difficult because we've all seen that he struggles throwing the football and then he's not a, a fantastic quarterback. But, like you said, but think about, what's gonna, ACC think guy. about what is going to be asked of Garrett Schrader, right? Throwing the football is a tertiary assignment for Schrader. So if the ball is moving on the ground, especially 
then that that should suffice because that's his job. His job is not okay. to throw the football that's as fair. weird as that sounds. That's it's fair. harder for Schrader to mess up than it was for Tommy DeVito last year. That's what I'm saying. So that, that's a fair point. But I also think that what you have to take into consideration is that this offense could very probably look different than the one that we saw last year. Because you've got a new coordinator in the building. Sterling Gilbert's out. His entire scheme is gone. Uh, we don't know what the new guy is going to do or what it's going to look like. Is it going to look like a lot of handing the ball off to Sean Tucker? Absolutely. Should every play be how do we get Sean Tucker the ball? Yes, it should. But if you've got a guy in Wilson, and maybe they've been thinking about this for a while, and you can create a play that gets Sean Tucker the ball down the field or you can establish the passing game like you never have been able to before, it's a whole different ball game in terms of what your job is as the quarterback of Syracuse football. Um so uh, that's all I got. Uh, all right. Thank you for making Locked On Syracuse your first listen today. Now make your second listen to Locked On NBA Big Board Podcast. Raphael Barlow, Richard Stamen, Sam Ferris, and Leif Thulin give fans an in-depth look into the biggest prospects, the latest player rankings, and, of course, big boards. Follow, on, follow Locked On NBA Big Board every day on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcast. Brad and I will be back with another episode tomorrow. And spoiler alert, we're probably going to be talking about Carlos Del Rio Wilson. We will see you there.